You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the 20th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? How was your week? This week felt shorter. I didn't feel like I haven't talked to you in a while, but that's also because of another thing. But how was your week? Yeah, well, because that other thing happened. Uh, it has only been a few days. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's been good so far. Uh, just, you know bunch of you know stuff that have to go through in the in the game wrapping it all up making sure i hit everything um outside of the game it's just more of the same so yeah you're still like just trying to finish up the golden apple archipelago well no i I finished that part up i was really just trying to finish up the battle pass i was Mm. so close to because i I didn't want to play primo gems for my last level so I actually had to go on like two days in succession and do every single daily as well, just so I can get just enough to do it. Because I already finished all the weeklies and everything like that. So I did manage to pull it out of the hat. There, there you go. I always manage to finish this battle pass like two weeks early. Really? Well, that's probably because you log in every day, right? I do. Yeah. I, I do not. I, I, I log in like probably every other day. Um and then spend a bulk of time there, which is not the the best way to do it, that's for sure. Especially if you have a Welkin as well, because then you miss out on Primo Gems. And you have a Welkin, right? Yeah. I Oof. I probably only get about probably half of my Primo Gems. Oh, man. What is your <laughs> I deal? To, yeah, I need to make sure that I log in every day to do it. Jeez. <laughs> my week was good. I just... I've been uh, achievement hunting and some people from the Discord were helping me do this where I had to like run through 20 domains. So we just ran through like uh, the domain that's that was new with the chasm Mm -hmm. and we ran on like the lowest difficulty. So it was mostly me and this person trying to rush over to the enemies as fast as we could. And whoever basically got like the first burst or first skill off just like completely melted it. And -hmm. then it was a race to see who could get to the back of the domain first to leave. (laughs) that's funny and then i also had some help getting some of the elemental specialist achievements the ones where you do like the different reactions right and uh those achievements are broken i feel so bad for anybody who like has been trying to do them because they're so frustrating and it's no Mm -hmm. wonder why i put them off but they're the supercharged one and the what's the other one superconduct Mm mm-hmm I tried, like, four different characters in the very basic Hydro uh, Slime domain because you need to basically kill four enemies within a reaction within two seconds, and it wouldn't work. Like, I remember using Raiden Shogun, and I used her skill, 
which was basically like, I don't want to say it's an AOE because it's really not, but covers a an area wide enough for me to kill four slimes in a row. Yeah. So I was doing that and I was getting the reactions done, but it wasn't counting towards the achievement. And mm. I tried that with like Razor. I tried it with Shogun. I tried it with uh, Kuki. None of it was working. So I had to look it up. And here I find out that, oh, this person did it with Lisa. So I'm like, okay. So I had to build Lisa because she was level like 20 because I only leveled her, leveled her to 20 for the fate. And so I got her up to 50, gave like swapped her some artifacts, like some EM artifacts. Mm-hmm. And then I did it first try. And I'm thinking to myself, why Lisa? Like why, what, what does it matter? Like, right. I I didn't do anything differently. I don't know. So, and it was like that for a bunch. There's actually some that I didn't finish because I was trying to go for the whole uh, set to get all, because uh, what do you get? You get five Prima Gems, then 10, then 20. So you get like 35 Prima Gems per, per one because there's three levels for each. Right. And so I just, it took me forever. And eventually I just got sick of it. I logged off. <laughs> I went on Tower of Fantasy because <laughs> I was just like, I was kind of pissed because I couldn't get this, these achievements done. So. I don't know. So if you're anyway, if you're trying to go for those, use Lisa on the cryo and hydro slimes. And if you're going for the melt reaction, your best bet is to again go into the cryo one and use Yanfei. And if you're going for the supercharged or it's the one with the with the pyro onto electro, go to the very first level of the abyss and use Yanfei. For whatever reason that worked, but if I used Diluc, if I used Bennett, if I used Yoimiya, if I used any other Pyro character, it didn't work. That's really Until frustrating. Used, yeah, it, dude, it's so annoying. Yeah, that's and also really bad for new players that want to do those kinds of achievements too, and think that oh, like this will be fairly easy to do, but then run into the yeah. brick wall. So yeah, not good. The other the other thing that I I didn't try yet was I remember there were some domain. There was one domain where it was just all about reactions, but I'm not sure if they give you enough enemies all at once to get the achievement done within two seconds. Mm -hmm. But I did want to try that. So maybe I'll try that next time. Yeah. I went into this week thinking, oh man, it's going to be such a light week. No news. Nothing to go over. We got a ton to talk about. Some of it is like smaller stuff. Quick overview. We got a review reading first. We have about, I want to say, nine news articles, some bigger than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go into our break, and then the news the news section is going to continue on, uh, where we're going to go over four volumes of a Sumeru Adventure Journal that uh, Hoyoverse kind of uh, tweeted out throughout the week every day. They kind of released one, which does have a mix of new and old information, but I feel like it's a very... Um, it's definitely relevant, obviously, because Sumeru is dropping in two days for us. So that would be what Wednesday UTC. And that'll be like Tuesday night. It'll actually be by the time we can get into Sumeru, it'll be midnight Wednesday morning for us in the States EST. Right. So you can kind of gauge it there. Cause I know it's 12 hours, but the servers go down at six o'clock and they're down for five hours. They said, so you can expect them to come up at around midnight. So yeah, but they say that it's spoiler related because you see some of the puzzles, but you probably won't even remember what we talk about probably, when you go yeah. into Sumeru to do the puzzles. And it's just a brief overview of how the puzzles work. So I'd, I wouldn't even call it a spoiler. It's not even like it's story related or anything. It's just like an answer to one puzzle. So <laughs> not that big of a deal. 
there probably won't be a wish of the week this week, only because the one episode is going to be a little bit longer than usual, and two, I cannot afford to not get uh, Zhongli or Tainari. So yeah, I'm sitting locked and loaded for a guaranteed, and I decided to not keep going on Yoimiya because she does okay. not want to come to me. So okay, so yeah, no wish of the week. I'm glad you can you kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick. While we're on that topic, mm-hmm. Saturday the 27th, mm-hmm. right? Is that the 27th? Yeah. 27th, 8.30 p.m. EST. 8.30 p.m. EST in our Discord server. Uh, that's discord.me forward slash the residence. I'm going to be doing close to 125 pulls, probably a little bit more than that because I kind of figured I didn't count like all the uh, star glitter that I'm going to have at the end that I'll probably end up using if I don't get oh, the yeah, characters that I want. Um, yeah, but 125 pulls, like probably minimum, that'll be in the discord server. So I'll be streaming that. And if you were worried about spoilers with Sumeru, I do plan on just finding a place. I already have a place pulled. Oh, I didn't talk about that either. I was trying to figure out, I was like, oh, I'll do a, a poll in the discord to see where people want me to go to pull for Zhongli. But then, um, I think it was Emerald in our discord server said, oh, there's a seat up by the Adepti Mountain that actually has Zhongli's name on it. Oh, well, there, you have to go there. Right, so I went over, and I, we decided I'm going to sit down with uh, Chow, and mm-hmm. Chow's going to sit down, and we're going to pull for <laughs> Zhongli there. But don't worry about spoilers for Tainari, because I'm probably just going to pick a really cool-looking spot in Sumeru, and I won't cover like any story stuff. And then we'll pull for Tainari as long as we get Zhongli. But if there's no Zhongli, then there's no Tainari, so... But you guys can join us on the Discord, and we're going to pull. It was fun last time, and it was very successful, I will say. Yeah. I probably won't be as happy if I pull Mona this time, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, join the, the club now on pulling Mona. Can you not put that in, out into the universe, please? <laughs> I want to put it 20 times out in the universe for you. Oh. <laughs> There's something so joyous about seeing you fail. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so... Some backstory on that before we actually get into the the real episode is that my luck in Tower of Fantasy has been so uberly good that it pisses Pharaoh exactly. off. Exactly, yeah. Where, like, to the point where I get multiple SSRs, which are, like, the five-star equivalency in Tower of Fantasy. How many do Fantasy, you have now, total? Including cons? Yeah. Like, nine? Wow. Yeah, I think the I have one five-star that you can actually pull that I don't have. I don't have Nemesis, so. Yeah, see, yeah. that's crazy. I have Nemesis, but, like, I paid for Nemesis. <laughs> so, Ooh, essentially. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, yeah. How much money have you dropped, or have you dropped any at all? Nope. Completely free to wow. play. Wow. Go yeah. F yourself, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right. So, we got a review reading. Um, this review is from Ferris. So, thank you, Ferris. Title of the review, Best on Spotify. Five out of five stars. There are only three Genshin Impact podcasts that I can find on Spotify, and these guys are the best of them in my opinion. They have good energy. They give opinions without bashing the integrity of the devs, and they cover new content comprehensively. They've also started to go more in-depth about said new content, discussing how it may affect the game, team comps, etc., which was something that I was looking for in a podcast. My only real grievance is that they pronounce Xiao like he's food or an Italian greeting. Haha, ha, so it's a solid podcast. I wish you guys great sex. Thank you very much. Like, 
awesome review. <laughs> uh, very good. I I am pretty sure he's probably screaming at me anytime I say any character's name. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, as soon as I read this review, I immediately like went on YouTube to see how it's pronounced, mm-hmm. and I found this really awesome uh, lady who does... She plays Genshin, but she also does um, like pronunciation videos for their names. Was this the one? Did she do modern characters too, or was it just the originals? I'm not sure. I only watched the the uh, the one where she covers uh, Li Yue ca- uh, characters. Okay, yeah. I watched her video, and it's 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 not chow like food because mm-hmm. that's how like how we've been how i've always how said, it. said it yeah it's actually like xiao it's just, xiao. i don't know xiao there we go i like yeah. that better so, at least yeah same um so yeah and then i just started and then i didn't realize i was saying lee leeway wrong because you have to actually put a u in there where like, the y is like so yeah so it's like lee yeah i yeah. actually knew that one so boom Leeway. <laughs> and then I and then I just started and then I went like on a really long like video like sprawl where like I just kind of started watching this uh this white guy go into Chinatown and just like really surprised the Chinese people down in Chinatown oh, in New those. York City. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then I just started learning how to speak Chinese. So now I'm learning Chinese. So there's my tangent. So now you're a master at Chinese. Yes. No, definitely not. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for that review. If you guys want your review read on the show, you can head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a detailed review about what you like about the show or what you're looking forward to in the in the new update. Let us know. We'll read it on the show. All right, diving into the news. The Shimmering Voyage Volume 2 OST is uh, now available, and this uh, has the Chasm music. It has some of the music from the event. I listened to it. They did a Hoyo Lab event where you listen like they did with the first volume i believe it was um but the music on it's really good so did you listen to any music from this or no uh yeah i actually always listen to the music of it typically so um is there like a song that that sticks out to you oh i wouldn't know the name of the specific one i just kind of put it on and listen to it in the background gotcha there is one song off that album and it's uh trying to think of what the name oh it's um midnight in monstat or something like that and it's the it's the piano music that plays during the uh promotional code during the live stream programs Mm. uh it's just like a really nice song ballads of the world web event wallpapers are now available these are phone wallpapers so we got one from the chasm of the uh i don't even remember what this thing is called the device that they use to uh exit the chasm I forgot uh, what that thing. something compass. Yes, the oh shoot. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. So they have that one of the compass. Then they have another one that's more cooking. It's more geared towards uh, Shangling, I think. Fantastic compass. The fantastic compass. Thing. I was gonna say. I was thinking like forever compass, but that obviously was not yeah. correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have one of of a boat and with like a sh- like a star. I was gonna say like a wish or something, but. Um, that one looks cool. Mm-hmm. And then they also have one of, I believe it's Shincho Forest or Shinjo Forest in uh, Inazuma with like a mask on a rock. 
So yeah, I like the Fantastic Voyage one there, and then I yep I I do like the uh, Fantastic Compass one as well. That is cool. They look cool. Um, you guys can grab those off Hoyo Lab if you're interested. We had a web event which is ongoing, and when this episode drops, you'll have like another day to do it. Uh, this is the journey through the pages. Uh, this was a cool one where you kind of piece together different um pages on uh like different sheets of paper to piece together in a journey and then when you piece the pages together you would actually go in it was very uh what's that movie uh it was like winnie the pooh very winnie the pooh yeah where where like you um you kind of like zoomed in and then you were actually controlling the person on the page and you got a lot of prima gems for i think you got like 130 Mm -hmm. between every between all of the pages so and then the pages were kind of like a jigsaw puzzle so i thought it was pretty cool I did not do this one, so I cannot comment on it, but... Uh, it ends on the 23rd. You do need to be adventuring 10 or above, so if you're not there yet, obviously, if you're not there, you're just starting, so you can log in, get to adventuring 10, and take part in it. You may just want to, like, log in, complete daily commissions, use your original resin, and do other stuff in the game before you jump in, because the things that you do in-game count towards points that you use to actually claim the papers, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but cool web event. The second web event that we had was Go Go Forest Rangers. Did you laugh when you saw that? Go Go Forest Rangers, yeah, like Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's all I could think about, and then I was like stuck in my head because I was at work when they announced this, and I was just like <laughs> singing in my head. This event is another web event based on Tainari. It'll run from the. It's ongoing right now. It'll end on the twenty fourth, so you got two days until this one's done. Again, adventuring ten or above. Basically, you find anomalies inside the forest with Tainari, and then at the end you get uh, an event wallpaper, and you get 40 Prima Gems. So I did this one. It was super easy. So, yeah, won't take more than, like, two minutes. And worst case, you can just click around the page and find things if you can't actually find them. You can click yep. a thousand times, yeah. Now, we had a voice artist announcement for Tainari, who it is Elliot... Gindy, I believe that's his name, says, after the new version is updated, we invite you to listen to the voice lines of the characters on the official site, so stay tuned. So if you want to hear any of that stuff, you'll have to wait till the new version is updated. Um, I tried to look up, and Elliot is the English voice actor. The JP voice actor is Kobayashi Sane, Son Sane, or something like that. I looked, Elliot Gindy doesn't have anything under his belt. This is his Mm-mm. first like big big thing yeah good for him yeah um so you guys can check that out or i guess you can't really but um if you do hear tainari's voice it's elliot yeah you will be forced to check it out soon enough so there you go yeah hey stop that (laughs) i don't know why pharaoh just has this like vendetta against against tainari tainari i mean just such a I hope he's so, he's not you don't know anything about I think him. I, I think I have well I, I do I do think he looks <laughs> just kind of like a meh character but and his skills his abilities are very boring as well I think until they hit like know. a truck and then you're gonna be like oh I should have put if they hit like a truck I'm gonna be upset because I'm like wow why did they give like the high damage abilities to this guy with a really crappy animation so oh all right <laughs> uh well, good. Now I'm going to force you to listen about Tanari because we got a character <laughs> teaser. Yep. Um, did you watch this? Yeah. 
it's cool. I mean, you get a little look into how he behaves. He talks to his master in the tra- uh, in the teaser, mm-hmm. basically explaining that you know they want him to take up a position in the academia, but he declines it because he likes being in the forest and being able to protect it. And it's very uh, it's very Hazo of him because Hazo kind of did the same thing where he kind of turned down a promotion so he could work on more cases. Yeah, well, I, I guess he knows that something's ailing the forest, and he's a, he considers himself the forest watcher. Yeah. So, yeah, like he's um, protecting the forest. Very commendable. Mm-hmm. I wish I was more like I'll that. I'll give him I'd that. Like, he's yeah, got sure integrity. That's for sure. Yeah. Encounter Genshin Teleport. Dear travelers, ready to stumble upon Genshin Impact Teleport waypoints in unexpected places. Genshin Teleport waypoints will be appearing in the following locations. So basically, I don't know what it's going to look like. I think they did this before, or maybe they did one in um, in the Alps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they did this in the Alps, but now they have five different locations. So August 24th through the 31st, that will be Plaza, Singapore, Canopy Plaza, and Singapore. Mm-hmm. August 24th to September 6th will be Bukit Bintang Crossing in Malaysia. August 24th to September 6th is the South Atrium. Every time, I don't know what G slash F Entertainment Mall is, but it just makes me think of gluten-free. That is in uh, SM Mall of Asia, Manila, Philippines. August 25th to August 31st is Waterloo Station, London in the UK. And August 27th from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. I love how they put a time for the United States, but not for any of these other ones. Yeah. From 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., you can go to Queen Center, New York, in the U.S. to go, I guess, probably take pictures with a Genshin Teleport Waypoint. Um, you're nowhere near New York, so you're no. kind of screwed. I'm at least, like, four hours away. Well, so I guess so. This, I, is, this is only for, as opposed to the rest of them, they're for multiple days. This one is only for a certain amount of time in, on August 27th. Yeah, and August 27th is our stream. So that's probably not going to happen for me. Yeah, I would say not. Um I'm uh, pretty upset. I wonder why one day in New York. I don't uh, it must be like really hard to keep space there. Like it must be true. super expensive or something. Yeah, that's true. Where I feel like every other one is a week or more. Yeah. So uh, I guess London is like 5 days. I would have thought that would be expensive too, but I guess maybe not as much. Yeah. So if you guys, if that's your city, like awesome, I'd like to see like photos of that and actually see like what it looks like. I'm sure people will be posting pictures about oh, yeah, it, I for guess. Sure. We have the Tevat Times volume four. Uh, it says, travelers, how does it feel to be back in the Golden Apple Archipelago? Or let's see, all data is collected from the America, Europe, Asia, and TWHKMO servers. I don't even know what those are. Me neither. We have the Tivat Times Volume 4 Golden Apple Archipelago Special Edition. Uh, let's see here. Travel notes around the Golden Apple Archipelago. During this period, you have traveled all over the Golden Apple Archipelago. There are tales of your exploits on every island. On an island just off Putting Isle, 18.12% of you managed to find all the Sealy by adjusting the bonsai setup and got great treasure chest rewards. I think this was me. Only 18%? I guess so. That was like the easiest one. Yeah, it seems low, but... Um, While exploring the island's stirring strings, 43.79% of you found the phantasmal conch and listened to Zinian's passion for music. That's less than 50%. Mm -hmm. 
Jeez. I think people did this for the skin and then stopped, which is a shame oh, because sure it's like is. a limited event. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure that is what happened. Recently, the Twilight Theater has been busier than ever. In the first week alone, an average of 681,000-plus travelers show, uh, shows were performed every day. 44.48% of you chose to bring the bystander onto the stage. One of you even... One of you from Asia even brought the bystander on stage 32 times. Wow. Wow, that traveler must have really wanted the bystander Night Raven to get his big break real bad, huh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. On the first day of the Temple of the Stars Latitudes opening alone, Wolfgang received 100,906 servings of sweet madame for you, from you. At least we tried. It's true. <laughs> it's very sad. So, by the way, we didn't really talk about this all that much, but... In Mona's uh, Mirage, she talks about how she tried to tell an adventurer that he would he was going to die if he continued to adventure. Right. Was this him? Did you do this world quest? Um. Yeah, I believe so. I'm, I I don't know if that was him though. It's just funny that you know she says that, but then we find out that there's an adventurer who goes traveling, and we have to continuously save him, and then eventually he'd like. I mean, like, he is dead because him being alive and you saving him is part of the mirage. But right. I don't I don't know. That's a good question. I couldn't I, help I, but think I, that I guess, that's what it was. I guess probably it is. I mean, because it would make sense with the connection. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, because it says that he goes to Dragonspine or something like that. Yeah. So anyway. All right, Battle on the High Seas, the Hillatrills of the Golden Apple Archipelago can't seem to catch a break. Only within a week of the, I'm going to just keep, I'm going to call it the, the Archipelago. Only within a week of the Archipelago's opening, you collectively defeated 529.5 million, million Hillatrills and sunk 56.7 million Hillatrill sea encampments. Still, mm -hmm. battles don't always go smoothly. In the first week of the event, 1.6 million travelers were defeated by falling into the water. Were you one of these? No. I know I did. I fell. For I sure. did not. An island sets sail. There are treasure chests and stories scattered all across the Golden Apple Archipelago. After the archipelago opened, all of you were really excited to explore. In one day, fifty over 56 million treasure chests were opened, and you seem to have combed through the Broken Isle thoroughly, opening more treasure chests on it than any other island. On the first day of the Summertime Odyssey event, opening 35.51% of you collected 14 phantasmal conches. On the, oh, okay, only on the first day. Okay. Yeah. Because that, that would have freaking like really bothered me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and on Twinning Isle and Broken Isle, each has a hidden phantasmal conch. A whopping 72% of you missed at least one of the two conches. In just one month, you gathered almost 8 million crabs. That's a lot of crabs. How many <laughs> crab, ham, and veggie bakes can those make? He he he. I don't even know. Reminiscent Regiment Observations. After the opening of the Reminiscent Regiment event, you've knocked an average of 4.4 million helitrols off platforms every day. Did that quite a bit. Yeah. It says, yeah. And then it says, fight me fair and square, translated by Ella Musk. <laughs> through, <laughs> through teamwork, 12 of you managed to complete all the levels of the Reminiscent Regiment with a perfect score in one try. But it seems that more than a few of you found your ships missing after fighting. It is reported that after the opening of the raid phase, on average, 760,000 of you have had your wave riders stolen by other teammates every day. Yep, that was me. Right. I was stealing people's uh, 
That's how I got the achievement. It was swap wave riders with a person. That's funny. Anecdotes. Did you see a group consisting of a stonehide lolichurl and two midichurls on the beach? Paimon heard that a midichurl and two hillichurls used to hang out in this area. Paimon wonders what happened to them during this period. Clearly they grew up. <laughs> that that Hazo guy called Paimon a little sidekick sidekick and a voice. What terrible nicknames. Oh right, Paimon isn't emergency food. Paimon is Paimon. It was just a slip of the tongue. Oh, okay. There's a little yeah. anecdote. All right, there's your Tavot Times details. Very interesting. Nice. I always find it very uh, um, funny when they're like, this person mined like 50 million ore, and it's like, who has time for that? Yeah, nothing too. Actually, I guess there was the dude that um, did the 32 times for the bystander on stage, but but yeah, that still would have taken some time. Um, And then all the emojis for the tiv- that they use in the Tavat Times articles are all now available on Hoyo Lab, so you can check those out. Um, they're pretty good. But they're all available from volumes one through four. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Okay, let's go for a break. And then we have all the Sumeru adventure journals to go through when we come back. back from our break and all right now we got four volumes of a sumeru adventure journal some of this will be review but it's probably worth going over because it honestly clears up even more of what they tried to clear up in the special program which was also clearing up what they revealed in the trailer right because that basically gave us very little info on how things were going to work so hopefully this this kind of clears up whatever remaining uh you know ambiguity is there so they do call the reactions that they call them something different now. Yeah, I don't think it was what it was before. Right. Well, I mean the 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 original reactions are but now the dendro cores that are that are produced now also have reactions when they are hit with different elements. So I think that's where the confusion kind of came from. So we're going to run through this real quick. Uh, Sumeru Adventure Journal Volume Number One is all about the Dendro element. In Version 3.0, travels travelers will be able to make extensive use of the Dendro element during their adventures. Contact between the Dendro element and other elements will cause elemental reactions such as burning. If Dendro comes into contact with Electro, it will trigger the Quicken reaction. So mm-hmm. this is again something that I don't believe that they said. Right. I thought it was called Intensify before, but I yeah, guess not. It, yeah, it was something like that. This will render creatures to be quickened. When they're under the quickened state, so this is why it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. It's a reaction so, within a reaction, basically. Yeah, so when under the... So you're going to use the Dendro and Electro attacks, they're going to be quickened then. So imagine, like, literally the word quickened going above the enemy. When you use a Electro attack on an enemy in the quickened state you're going to cause a new reaction called Aggravate, which increases the damage dealt by your attack Mm -hmm. that was done after they were quickened. 
If they're quickened and you use a dendro attack, you're going to cause the spread reaction, which will increase the damage dealt by that attack. So it's literally the same. It's the same reaction effect, but they're giving it different names based on whether or not you use electro or dendro. So that one's pretty easy to follow. With dendro and pyro, you will trigger the burning reaction and burning continuously deals pyro damage, which I think this will obviously be probably one of the, the bigger ones, at least damage wise. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Do you feel like the other ones are going to do more? I feel like I mean, I feel aggravate like the- could be exploited to do a lot more. And, sp- and spread, really, depending on how many enemies. If you include the accumulative damage that could be caused by it, I think that you could definitely outdo burn real quick. Mm. I guess that really depends on how big the tick is on the mm-hmm. pyro damage. Yeah, how big the tick is and also uh, how big the multiplier is on aggravate. Um, True. For that one, so yeah. Uh, you can also trigger the Bloom reaction to produce a Dendro core. You'll do this by using a reaction between Dendro and Hydro. You have the Dendro core, and when the Dendro core comes into contact with Pyro, the Burgeon effect will take pr- place, which causes even greater AoE Dendro damage. Let's say you use Dendro and Hydro. You get that Dendro core, which they showed in the program, the special program. And if you use, they use like Amber's charged attack. So we'll just use that as an example. You hit the Dendro core with the charge attack. It's going to cause Burgeon, which will cause even greater AOE Dendro damage. If the Dendro comes into contact with Electro, it will transform the Dendro core into homing sprawling shots. And then they, that sprawling shot will uh, go over and home in on the target and then and hit it. Mm. Um, there is a cap on the number of Dendro cores on the field. And after exceeding the cap or after a period of time, Dendro cores will explode, dealing AOE Dendro damage. So very similar to like the uh, the Geo Traveler's uh, little, not little, but big like stone blocks that you can like crawl up. You use like more than two. I think the original explodes. Yeah, there, I have some problems with this though. Okay. And so one, I think that overall this like these new sub reactions within a reaction are annoying. I I feel like that's too much micromanaging in such a chaotic, you know, uh, chain of events that's going down, right? Whenever you're causing Mm -hmm. reactions, it's ridiculous. So in order to micromanage these, like, they're never going to be, like, rarely and impractically would it be optimized, I suppose, in any kind of serious combat, because it takes too long to trigger all of these effects, I feel like. So that that's an, one issue that I have with me, and I, I feel like just generally it's just too complicated. I would have much rather preferred just straight up normal reactions that don't require a sub reaction and have them be like a little bit more unique. And then the other thing that I'm annoyed about is that I was really hoping that Dendro and Geo would have a unique interaction together. And yeah, so I mean, clearly they're just yeah, clearly Dendro is just gonna Dendro and Geo will probably just give us a shield. Yeah, which is super annoying because those shields are literally useless. So, mm. I don't know. That's yeah. like super frustrating to me. The the sub reactions, I get. I get why they did it, right? Because if you if you think about it, what is the like the dendro core has to do something. But but what I'm saying is like, why did they do a dendro core? Like it should have just been a a totally you know unique reaction for hydro and dendro that applies just like everything else with that one application 
So like whenever they they hit, they do a, you know a single effect and that's it. Not a thing that creates another effect. It's just too complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been nice if they just did okay. Dendro and Hydro produces the core, but then the core will just bloom and heal like for a short amount of time or something like that. Yeah, just automatically do something on its own, not then need another reaction to complete that reaction. It's it's in a in a a game where high play is dictated on like the milliseconds basically of what you do. It, this kind of thing just lengthens a process, so no one at least I, I don't think this is speculative, right? I just don't think that anyone will be using it practically. Like, it might be like, oh, that was fun as, like, a novelty effect, but, yeah, like, in high-end gameplay, I feel like this will never really be used. Yeah, the the other thing is that now you're, re- it's like you're, you're leaving very little room for good team comps to utilize the Dendro, uh, the Dendro core, because... I mean, let's face it. You pretty to guarantee a Dendro core, you basically do need a Dendro and Hydro character, mm-hmm. because you won't always have a Hydro slime or a Dendro slime near you to to help with that help trigger that original reaction, the Bloom reaction, right away. And then on top of it, you need to have a Pyro or Electro character in there exactly to do something Just with that to Dendro core the reaction. Yeah, right. So you're already kind of limiting that. Um, that those team comps to already three types of reactions now or three types of elements. So you can, I guess you can say, oh, well, you already have three different kinds. Usually you have three different kinds and then a, not, a second of one of those three elements on your team. But I mean, that very much depends because that's not always the case at all. But yeah. Right. But you also have, you're already missing, what is that? three other elements basically that aren't going to do anything yeah because you're, you're basically forcing someone to take three different elements on a team to create one single reaction and i i would almost put money on the fact that i don't think any of these reactions are going to do nearly as much as like a melt or a vape or an overload or anything like that so it's just like at the end of the day it's it's just not going to work out well i think the best thing you have realistically is going to be Aggravate with Electro is probably going to be used in some niche um, builds. And then I think you're going to have a few of the homing shots for the Dendro Core um, builds. Like, so you're mm-hmm. going to have something like that. But I think no matter what, if you look at like a DPS chart of of uh, team comps, I think those are going to be fairly low on the... On the yeah, and that's kind of what I was saying because... They they almost those reactions almost feel supplemental where mm-hmm. like the burning one feels more direct where it's just like I am going to apply this fire to this enemy that is let's face it they're they're all going to be dendro basically mm-hmm. and you're going to apply that burning reaction to them and then that's it you don't have to worry about anything else you know that it's doing its job yeah and even then burning doesn't do that much damage like i i still think overall like burning uh reaction although you know i still prefer it to the others because you know it's just a direct reaction right but i still don't think that that's going to be doing that much relative to once again the other reactions that we've seen before because we have burning right now and it doesn't do that much right whenever you attack a dendro target with fire so yeah I, I don't know. I I think that basically Dendro is going to be pretty low on the food chain. 
I mean, I think I think it go either two ways. I I feel like you're right. It could it could go that way, but then I also think it really just also depends on how they how they decide to scale it because they really didn't have anything to scale it off of because there are no there were no dendro attacks up to this point. Right, but you've like attacked like a dendro slime before, right? With fire. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, we've seen... You're right, they might go in and change the, the scaling on it, but the burning effect that happened whenever you hit a dendro slime with fire was not oh, much. Oh, right, so. correct. But, but, I'm, but I'm wondering now, I would be hard-pressed hard to say that, like, they wouldn't scale it or improve it. I say, I hope so. Let me put it to you like that. I really hope that they do, because... Otherwise, I think we're looking at a, you know, fairly useless reaction otherwise. So, but yeah, but I, True. I out of all of the elements, I really thought that we were going to be getting something with Geo and Dendro because Geo is an underutilized uh, reaction. I mean, there there's no reaction except the shields, which no one ever actually uses because they're impractical and they take very little damage to break. And then you're on a, you know... Our, our teams now are now dictated by a lot of times shields that are massive by comparison, like, you know, mm-hmm. Zhongli. So, yeah, it, it seems um, kind of ridiculous and a missed opportunity. But whatever, those things are what they are. We do have a lot more to go through, so I won't harp on it any longer until the patch actually releases. <laughs> we can see how much damage the stuff does. <laughs> yeah. All right. Volume two Fantastic Creatures are found here. Mm hmm. We have the Trilakshana creatures. In Sumeru, special creatures exist that can transform due to stimuli from external elemental energy. These are referred to as Trilakshana creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, these creatures have three states. They have normal, activated, and scorched. When they come into contact with Electro or Pyro, these creatures will enter either an activated or a scorched state. So they show a picture of like the Traveler. That is jumping up and down on like a normal mushroom like mm-hmm. platform. And then when it scorched, it kind of withers. We kind of saw this already. And then if you use Electro, it activates it and it looks like the traveler is jumping up way higher. Yeah. Um, so you can pretty much already kind of assume that this will happen when like during puzzles and stuff like that. The Trilakshana creatures are activated using Electro. They will unleash a true sense pulse that may be able to display the location of certain hidden things. So these creatures are going to be around and then you'll use an electro attack on them very similar to like the uh, Sakura blooms in Inazuma, except instead of just collecting a material, they will show the location of hidden objects. And in the uh, in the gif, they show a torch of Mm -hmm. uh, pyro torch that you can light after. So if you see one of these creatures kind of floating around or just out in the world, it usually means there's a puzzle. So Yeah, I think puzzles are one of the mo- most fun features in this game, especially whenever they do them. I've seen them do, like, you know, pretty crappy puzzles, but then I've seen them do incredibly good puzzles. So I think, like, including stuff like this, like intricacies to the puzzle, I think is actually going to be a lot of fun. So I am looking forward yeah, to that. I agree, especially because it's something that's, like, hidden, but it's you know it's there, you just need to figure, figure it, out, it out. Not, yeah. like, yeah... We also have Triana Seeds. Just as the Trilakshana creatures have three states, these Triana Seeds have similar states. When scorched, they will stop moving, and when normal, they will move along a fixed path. When activated using Electro, they will release an even larger True Sense Pulse. I would assume that these are also going to be fixed into puzzles. Like, I could assume that these things are going to, like, move around and you need it to stop in a certain area, so... 
you scorch it, mm-hmm. or if you act if you um, use electro on it, it'll release an even larger true sense pulse to kind of find something that you normally wouldn't see. I mean, does does this not look like the the thing from the GIF above it, from the GIF above it? I think this is one of those. I think they just put the order incorrectly. Uh, well, I mean, it says just as the Trilakshana creatures That's... have three states, these seeds have similar states. So it does, though. It does look exactly like. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that's two different ones, but okay. we have four leaf sigils and cluster leaves of cultivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this crest, which looks like a four petaled flower, is called the four leaf sigil. When those who can manipulate the elements are facing one such crest, they can use it to travel swiftly. This is the electrograna of Sumeru, basically. Yep. Uh, sometimes you will find cluster leaves of cultivation. When coming into contact with Dendro, they can scatter these four-leaf sigils around to a specific location. Use their ability to make your adventures easier. And then this is one that I was extremely happy about. We have plants that restore stamina. On your adventure, you may encounter a glowing plant that helps you to regain stamina. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's so helpful. And it shows like the traveler like climbing up a wall. And touching the plant and then, like, making it there. And yeah. it shows, like, the stamina meter, like, almost, like, going down to zero. Thank God for that. Yeah. We have the Dendrograna. You will sometimes encounter special branches in Sumeru that can summon Dendrograna. Dendrograna will help characters attack. So, literally just looks like the homing sh- sprawling shots. And they're going to help attack by doing that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it for volume two. Very neat. I, I like everything in this volume. Yeah. Okay, so this is the one about the puzzles. Volume 3 is about the puzzles in the forest. They say spoilers, but it's not really. You kind of already saw this before. Don't think that they're spoiler related, but... Uh, the power of Dendrograna. When a charge attack or aim shot hits an opponent while you are carrying a Dendrograna, the Dendrograna will attack at the same time. If you encounter objects that need to be activated or destroyed when adventuring, you may be able to solve the puzzle using the Dendrograna. Mm. So you can destroy with the Dendrograna, and you can also activate it. Yeah. Also, the withering of Sumeru can only be cleared with the help of the Dendrograna's power. Uh, We have the mysterious withering zones. When exploring Sumeru, you may come across a landscape of desolation and decay. This is known as the withering. The withering is not a fixed location. Instead, it refers to areas that have been corroded by some sort of mysterious and ominous power. In the withering zone, characters will accumulate decay. All of your own party members will have their all elemental resistance, physical resistance, and max HP decreased. All of your own party members may be down if they keep staying in the withering zones. Hmm. So this is basically like Dragon Spine. Yeah. And I guess part of Inazuma, right? Because parts of Inazuma, you had to the have the Electrogron. Yeah. Yeah. I love that the withering is more like an effect on Sumeru and not just a, a one collective area of Sumeru. Because I feel like when you, when you do clear the withering, I feel like it's probably going to stay clear, right? I would hope so. Well, I don't know. I think that probably... Yeah, I think it's going to come back. Well, I I think like once we clear out a certain world event, like I could see it coming back until we clear out a certain world event, basically. Oh, like a quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so if you haven't completed it, I could see you going in, clearing it and then it coming back the next day or something like that. Mm. So we'll see. see. I'm, I'm hoping that and this is something that I feel like Genshin does really well. Mm -hmm. You can do things that aren't part of the main story that actually have an effect on how the world looks Mm -hmm. and there are portions where 
what you do in the main story does affect the world that you're in, but doesn't really stay that way. I think the biggest one is the Jade Chamber. Mm-hmm. And for for anybody who doesn't know about what happens with the Jade Chamber, I'm not going to say it, but you you see that change kind of happen. Yeah. But then there's World Quest, and the, the one that sticks out to me is uh, Per, I think his name is Pervases, his, uh, his shrine. Do you remember doing that quest? It's a World Quest. I mean, then I'm sure I did it, but I, I don't really recall it right now. Maybe with some Yeah, so... So there's a um there's an NPC, I forget his name, that claims to be a Yaksha and he wears a mask. I think it's for Xiao's um character story. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. And then he kind of repents by rebuilding the shrine, but yep. you actually help him rebuild it and then the shrine is rebuilt, but you could go through the whole game without doing that. Right. I just like when you can do things in the game that actually make the world different yeah and i beyond that even i think that there's a like a practicability to this i don't even know if that's a word or not but i'm gonna make it a word. yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah there's there's practicality practicality that's what it is um yeah. to to having a zone that no longer has this decaying life stealing event uh or effect to it because if you look at like Dragon Spine, who goes to Dragon Spine now? Because that effect is so annoying, right? So I mean, unless I'm the only one that doesn't go to Dragon, I avoid Dragon Spine like the plague because I hate being in that effect. But so I hated Dragon Spine when I was first going there to like do the story and yada yada yada. But once you like clear out the story, it Dragon Spine d- is more bearable to deal with. I kind of feel like i completely ignore the effect altogether now where when you first get there you can't it almost becomes i will say to your point very like almost unbearable to play mm-hmm. dragon spine when you first get there but as you get there it's a lot easier i mean yes and no. i still find it very annoying I, I basically have ptsd from that area where i'm just like i don't want to be here anymore the second i get there but um right. for but you feel like this is a better this option is better. than the whole zone to just kind of deplete you of your life well it's kind of like in in uh in azuma when we had that that area right you know that mm-hmm. at the end of the game or not at the end of the game but at, after you complete that world quest that's no longer a thing right right and so I'm assuming that they'll probably do the same thing here because if you mm. if you eventually make it so that way you can get rid of the effect, then you can still walk around and do whatever, then I have no problem adventuring in that zone in the future, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, like I think otherwise if you keep that effect there, it's just like, well, no one's ever going to come here again because why Good would point. they? So, Good point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I feel like you're you are saying that because you really hate Dragon Spine and you don't want to deal with the annoyingness of the decay. And I'm saying it because I just want like my choices in the world to make a difference, and they do. Well, I do. I I think mine's a hybrid of of both because I both, do yeah. like the fact that 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 happens, and I'm like, oh, I have to clear this withering effect. This is cool, but I just don't want that forever. I want to solve that problem eventually, and then I can come back there anytime I want and not have to deal with it. So yeah. that's yeah. I, but I do, from a narrative perspective, I, I do like the aspect of it, yes. Gotcha. All right. Within Withering Zones, Candles of Life and Flames of Life may appear and help to decrease the uh, accumulation of decay. So Candles of Life kind of look like the... It's, it's funny that you mentioned Dragon Spine now because they kind of look like the 
the pyro things that you can activate and that <laughs> yeah. kind of separates and then warms you up. Yeah. Um, and then you also have flames of life, which are literally just like glowing dendro orbs that are floating kind of. Use the power of the dendrograna to clear most of the withering zones away. Use a charged attack or an aim shot when carrying dendrograna to destroy the withering branches that spread this corrosive power. When all the withering branches within a withering zone are destroyed, the tumor of the withering at the beating heart of the area will summon monsters to attack. After clearing this threat, travelers can destroy the tumor of the withering. Pretty cool. I like that there's like, you know, it's not just like, a, it's almost like collection at, at some point, but then there's combat at the end of it. Yeah. During your adventure, you will come across a type of tower where you will find a special seed mirror. The seed mirror can be used to spot withering zones that have yet to take shape. Go to the observation location to destroy the tumor of the withering to stop the creation and expansion of the withering ahead of time. That's pretty helpful. Yeah, I like that. Uh, stone pillar seals. This unique sort of stone pillar seems to be key to dealing certain uh, to sealing certain ruined machines. Use pyro to neutralize the energy within them, which will then release the corresponding seal. Uh, and then it says, after the seal on the stone pillar is removed, it looks like a new challenge will emerge. Like obviously, your your whatever you release after taking the seals off, you're gonna fight. I thought that was pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. Strange energy extraction device. You can find a similar energy extraction device within the Aramite camp. Look for control keys somewhere in the surrounding rooms to shut it down. During this process, you must defeat enemies who attempt to approach. Keep the area clear of obstructions and ensure the device can be deactivated within the time limit. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> protection challenge kind of. Yeah. So pretty cool. Fairly straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, I like pretty much everything that they showed in this one. Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay, Volume 4. I did not read this one yet because it came out mm, yesterday. This is stuff really we already busy. know anyway, so yeah. Is it? For the most part, yeah. It's going to like okay. a little more specifics of it, but yeah. Got it. So, quick review. Fungi, you may have already seen the floating hydrofungus in the chasm, the underground mines. I talked about this um last episode. During your trip to Sumeru, you will have the opportunity to see different kinds of fungi. Oh, so this is new. We didn't see these yet. Um, you see the floating dendrofungus in the special program and the trailers. You do not see the stretchy animofungus. We also have whirling electrofungus. We have the grounded hydroshroom, which is basically like the evolved form of the hydrofungus. And then you also have the winged dendroshroom, which you have already seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also notes a mimetic life form made out of spores that has extreme adaptability. So just kind of talking about that. We have the Aramites. We have the Aramite Desert Clearwater, which looks really cool. Do you yeah. see the weapons they have? Yes. They so awesome. Cool. I agree. I don't even know what you would call them. They look like a, they look like a, uh, what's the, uh, they look well. It looks like a head of a spear, right? But like in a with handles. Yeah, with handles. And they have them in both hands. Yeah. And it's very reminiscent of the, I believe the class in Final Fantasy is called the pugilist. Pugilist. I do not know. Something like that. If you look it up, it's it looks exactly the same. Anyway, um, and then you also have the Aramite Sunfrost. Don't know what exactly they're going to do, but they kind of make me think that they're going to take on, they're going to have like actual elemental 
like reactions for them or something maybe like maybe they were going to actually use elemental reactions against us maybe. where like normally they they usually just do physical damage well, i'd imagine it has to do something with yes yeah, you know spell casting of some kind because it, it sun frost means they're probably going to be using fire and cryo so right but uh, where's this dude's eyes Am I crazy? He doesn't need them. He doesn't need them. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> uh, we have the Ruin Drakes. We have the Ruin Drake Earth Guard, and we have the Ruin Drake Skywatch. So, basically, Ruin Drake is T Rex with basically T Rex, and then we have T Rex with wings. I think um, Ruin Drake Skywatch very cool looking. But annoying probably to deal with. super annoying to deal with. Yeah. What's the other one? The one that kind of spins around? I know which one you're talking about, but I don't remember its name. But the one that floats around and stabs you and stuff and dashes. Yeah. yeah. Hate that one. Yeah, me too. We have the Electro Regis Fine, which we kind of already talked about. We have the Jade Plume Terror Shroom, which we also talked about. We have some new living beings. This is what I was most excited for. We have Sumer's unique climate and eco- ecology have given rise to many fantastical creatures. We have the Shaggy Sumter Beast. Sumter Beasts are friends of humanity. These gentle-hearted creatures are indispensable elements of production and transportation. I'm going to capture so many of these things and put them in my teapot, dude. You have no idea. Same. Same. <laughs> uh, th- same for me except for the. it's going to just be, all be dendrobores. I'm just going to have like a dendrobore <laughs> farm. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Rish Bolan Tiger, uh, a beast that resides in the woods. The king of the jungle looks, you know, decent, I guess. I don't like its ears, but yeah, that's it's just got me. strange ears, but all right. And then we have the Spino Crocodile. I like this, actually. I'm going to catch a few. It of these looks as well. it looks really cool, but I just don't understand the name. I mean, I get it has like a spine, but like. I don't know. I mean, makes honestly, it makes sense to me. It, it has like a it rich, just dumb name, rich it's just, spine, it's and too, they call it what it is. I guess a spine croc. <laughs> Why didn't they just call it a spinodile or something like like whatever? <laughs> I think you're arguing semantics at this point. <laughs> <laughs> An ancient life form that dwells in the lake swamp, mm-hmm. ferocious by nature, it will attack from underwater. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, forest boars are regularly observed in Tavat, but they seem to have undergone curious transformations in the rainforest. So we have shroom boars, uh, a forest boar that dwells in the rainforest. This creature has developed a certain marvelous symbiosis with the shroomkin. And it looks like, you know, the, the baby one is my favorite, but yeah, just got cute. boars with grass on them and they got mushrooms growing out of their backs. Mm-hmm. As you explore Sumeru, you will also encounter new kinds of plants. We have the Zaytun peach, which looks very uh, similar to the Jayun chilies. Yeah, I was about to say. Three per, thank God. Yeah. Um, they have the Padisara. I don't know. It kind of it looks really cool. I like it. Um, and then we also have the Kalpalata, Kalpalata, Kalpalata lotus. Yeah, this one looks like a um, one that you're going to be finding on walls. Yep. Yeah. Um they look really cool. I I almost wish we could have these around in our teapots without them actually being like planted in the ground. Why wouldn't you want them planted in the ground? Oh, you mean like so like, like in the yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I know what you like mean. I want to hang these like in my house. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. That would be pretty cool. And then that's it. Yep. That's everything. 
Um, yep. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, out of everything they showed, what are you looking to forward to the most? I suppose like the thing that I am most curious about is still the reactions and the damage levels and the scaling and everything like that. So that's like practically that's where my brain goes to. Um, but outside of those things though, I don't know, nothing, nothing super specific. It's just like, I, I am just excited to kind of go through the world and see all of it in its natural state, you know, like just another cool place to explore. So I guess the culmination of the rest really is what's cool to me. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I just want dendrobores, really. We just want to <laughs> capture a bunch of them. And I wish I could... I don't know why they haven't let us craft our own yet, because I'm sick of having the five net limit on the... Uh, oh, I know. And like, It's so annoying. Why? Why do we have the limit? I don't know. I, I, it made sense at first, I guess, with the way they like kind of explained the narrative behind it all, but now it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, that's what they should have did. I know they when they told us about all the new gadgets, they should have just gave us an updated net, but whatever. Yeah, there was one, like the cooking one, that seemed absolutely useless. They should have not done that and given us a better net. I agree. Okay, that's it for the news. Um, not really so much like content to go over, because obviously <laughs> update 3.0 drops in like literally two days, yeah. close to two days. So we're going to skip Wish of the Week, like we said. No Wish of the Week this week. Um, I need to save literally every primo that I can get. Uh, We'll do a question of the week, though. Okay. There were some good ones, and I should probably just start deleting the ones that we did already. There was because, the reaction uh, one. Oh, was that the... Well, did we do that one already? I don't think so. I think I made mention of it, and then you were like, oh, no, wait, we'll do it next time. Uh, okay. So let me find that one. We can do two if you have time for it. That way we're kind of making up for Wish sure. of the Week. Oh, okay. This was from Jay Laser, and they asked, if you could make your own elemental reaction, what would it be and what would it do? Yeah, so for this one, I really wish that I would have actually thought of something. Um, That was, <laughs> that was decent. Um, But I th- think... For sure, we have to bring up the answer. I think it was Ran who came up with the answer of one of them. Yeah. Which was just so good that we have to mention it. If you wanna if you wanna say it. Yeah. So I I yeah. So Ran said using Pyro on Geo creates lava on the ground causing burning damage to any enemy standing on it. Yeah, so I think like that would be cool and also like if you um like, I think it would be interesting if it had, like, a spread mechanic, too. So if it got on someone and then that unit overlapped with another unit, it would then spread or something like that. I think that would be awesome. Um, so that's one. I also think something with... Uh, I want to say... I guess another option for fire and dendro instead of burning could be something like... Uh, what is it like wither like I feel like wither would be cool if they made that into a mechanic that that stayed on a unit kind of like a pestilence thing almost mm-hmm. you know I think that would be pretty interesting and then I also think and that, what just like apply like a debuff or something yeah and then I also think uh something with with uh geo and dendro would be cool in the way of like um I don't know like like 
an intense slow or something like that. Um, just because I, I imagine like, you know, kind of nature reclaiming this like rock, you know, almost. So it's like getting yeah. vines around it and everything. Like, I think like, so like a, a really, really heavy slow on the, on the creature would be interesting. So something like that. I think that's, that's probably the best I got off the top of my head, at least. Yeah. For, for Dendro and, for Dendro and Cryo, I could see um, very similar to what you said with like vines, but again, this would be kind of, it might be too long of a reaction to take place where if you freeze an opponent or you have an opponent that's already affected by ice, you mm-hmm. could like use Dendro on it and it would do like more damage or like shatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like vines like breaking, like you said, like vines basically like slowing down but in this case like shattering kind of so cr- crushing yeah yeah um also i don't know what else they would do um but i also feel like instead of swirl like make swirl do different things like mm. i wish swirl almost did like water and fire was like or um i'm sorry water and uh animo were like like a tornado or like a hurricane or like something that was like continuous or like almost like storms. Like you basically can have like a storm of every single element. Yeah. Like a thunderstorm and then like, like electric and animo would like cause like thunder to come down in like different like sections or which would be like really good for like when you have a lot of ads that like stun them for like a second or like anything better with, Animo, except, like, not just spreading the element, I guess. So you just don't like Which, how generic it is, I suppose. Yeah, it's right. it, it's not even really, like, a reaction. It just kind of does what? It just spreads the the reaction, like, the other element around? Like, that's really all it does. Yeah, that is literally what it's used for. So if it, if it could, like, manifest, like, an actual effect or something like that, I think that would be cool. Yeah, I think even if they, even if they kept the same effect, effect even but gave it different animation that would be that would be cool um yeah but yeah something like that would be good i also was thinking water and geo would be cool as like an erode kind of effect that could like maybe weaken the enemy's damage that would be cool so yeah i I like things like that there's lots of stuff that they could do if i had if i had more time i'm sure i could think of of you know something for most things but yeah there's there's a lot of untapped potential that they could use, and I, I really just think that the new effects are undercooked in, in, as far as like the practicality of them actually being useful. So, mm-hmm, For sure. We'll have to see. On, on top of that, real quick, before mm-hmm. we move on to the second question, Sparrow in our Discord also said Geo and Hydro could be like quicksand or mud, which would be really Ooh, cool. Ooh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be neat. Okay. If you were to mow a lawn, mm-hmm. would you go vertical, horizontal, or diagonal? Or do you go the extra mile and do two or even all three patterns for the pizzazz? Oh, gosh. I mean, mine has always been vertical, up and down. There we go. I'm not a monster so, that does it diagonally. Who does that? I'm a monster. <laughs> You're a psychopath <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> So, like, you won't go around the edge, and so it's easier to, like, turn the mower or anything like that? Well, I've lived in apartments for most of my life, so I would say that, like, I never really had to do any of that, but 
at one point, um, and now at the house where I currently live, we have, you know, people that come in and do that. But before, like a while ago when I was a kid, um, I did mow the lawn, but I didn't have to edge afterwards. So I've never edged in my life. You know, my mm. dad edged and I mowed the yard. So for allowance money. So, you know, I, I've, I have no idea what all goes into edging other than the very obvious aspect of, of edging. So the intricacies so, of it, I have no idea. I despise mowing the lawn so much that instead of doing any of those things, mm-hmm. I would actually pay an arm and a leg to have someone mow my lawn as well. Yeah. I would probably rather stick nails under, like, I'd rather probably stick, like, like thumbtacks underneath my toenails and kick a wall before I decide to mow a lawn. So mm-hmm. that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a service that comes in and does it for you as well? Like you, like you said, I'm, I'm also like in an apartment, so I don't do ah, okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, so now I just sit back and I sit on my patio and I, <laughs> I'll have a cold, I'll have a cold one and watch someone mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> shout, shout down encouragement from your ivory tower. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like PTSD for why I don't really like mowing the lawn. So, that's funny. um, all right, so that's the end of our episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Pharaoh, real quick, where can they find you? Yeah, so uh, make sure to check out um, The Directive, uh, discord.me forward slash The Directive, if you want to join in on a bunch of our stuff there. It's a gaming community, essentially. Um, we especially focus on Dislight, the game. Uh, you can also find the podcast Dislight Directive or The Dislight Directive. Um, and then you can also check us out on Chronicles of Terra which is a arcane-based podcast. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. If you guys want to get a hold of the show, I feel like the uh, Discord's probably the best way to do that. It's discord.me forward slash The Resonance. I'm also on HoYoLab as AmbiguousHD. If you guys want to follow me there, because I do post content pretty much multiple times a week there. And I am on Twitter. I'm trying to be more active on twitter but it just feels like a chore at this point but anyway that's at hoyocast <laughs> um enjoy sumeru like i said you you'll have a regular episode but we are doing the stream on saturday so come hang out and watch me hopefully have extreme luck like i did the last time we did a live stream inside the discord mm-hmm. um but yeah this is another episode of the resonance and we'll see you guys next week you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.